Hey, good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers, and happy Wednesday to you, I should say. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, please, I hope you're driving safe if you're traveling to work. Uh, we've got a new guest in the clubhouse today. We've got a team that we've discussed just a little bit, but a new guest, and so I'm excited to get her viewpoint. We talked a little bit beforehand, and and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Victoria, welcome to the Top Fan Rivalry Clubhouse. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you today? I'm excellent. Just living the dream, right? Baseball's <laughs> back. We don't have to worry about much of anything except for whether or not your team wins or loses. Yeah, I try not to worry about that because I'm a Cubs fan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it could be worse. Right now, you could be a Tigers fan. That's you could true. be an A's fan. Never be, but okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's true. That's true. And heads up, if you're an A's fan, you might get slapped around by an angel. Not an Angels fan, an angel. <laughs> Ooh, that was brutal. Oh my gosh, what was he thinking? Anyways, that's another podcast for another time. Um, so tell me, how did you become a Cubs fan? Um, living here in Arizona, there's not much to watch on television. So when you get cable, you get those beautiful channels, WGN, TBS. We were WGN fans, so I started watching the Cubs around the age of four or five-ish. <laughs> and just haven't stopped, right? No, not at all. Not at Through all. Good years and bad years? Through them all. I have still been a fan. I have still loved them. They have still been my heart. So were you pretty pumped when you guys won it uh, against Cleveland? Were you like on pins and needles the whole time, or was it just like, ah, whatever happens, happens? No, pins and needles. That was game seven and then rain and then what the hell? And oh my gosh, fucking did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it the whole entire thing. I've been pins and needles since 2013. <laughs> well, and your boy that gave that speech is now a Dodger, Jason Hayward. And if it wasn't for that guy, I don't know that you guys <laughs> get that World Series. I know. It's true. It's true. And I feel like he's just like, oh, it was that was a rough one to, to swallow to watch him go there. It was like watching, you know, Rizzo go to the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> that was our heart. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. That yeah. makes total sense. I can understand yeah. that. So, well, good. I, uh, I, yeah, I, Cubs are great and it's good for baseball when the Cubs are good. So, so tell me. Favorite players, favorite player of all time and, and favorite current player. They don't have to be Cubs, but I'm sure there's tons of Cubs to choose from. Oh, there are. Um, favorite player growing up, and that's my all-time, was Andre Dawson, the Hawk. The oh, Hawk. Yeah. yeah, big fan of that. I was so relieved and so grateful that he went into the Hall of Fame as a Cub. That just, yeah, that, yes. <laughs> Forever a Cub right there. Um, current player, honestly, is not a Cub. It's Otani. <laughs> nice. He's a phenom. Like, how can you not love to watch him? Love, he wanted to be here so bad. And the money he lost out on, I just read that article. Just astonishing. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I. how could you not be an Otani fan? How could you, I wasn't and I was very outspoken about this. I'm not a world baseball classic fan okay. just because I just don't want people to get hurt. Right. Okay. I mean, if I'm going to pay you millions of dollars to play for my team, if I'm an owner, 
and you get hurt in the baseball classic, um, I won't mention any names, but let's say jumping up and down um, <laughs> after the first round and being out the season, I might be a little bit crazy upset. But, you know, what can I say, right? right. Um, but it was great for baseball to see Otani versus Trout. And notice all the pitches were outside. There was no way Shohei Otani was going to throw it. Can you imagine if Shohei hit Mike? And knock him out for a couple of months. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can imagine it, but <laughs> I was telling my wife, I'm like, every single pitch he throws is gonna be outside. You watch. And she goes, Why? Can he, he not hit an outside him. pitch? I said, No, yeah. she doesn't want he doesn't want to hit him. Yeah. Was, oh, okay. <laughs> so. It makes sense though, hundred percent. And it makes you kind of wonder why he swung. <laughs> well, well, you know. So were you happy with the Dansby Swanson pickup? Yes, very happy. My sister lives in Atlanta, so I watched. I keep an eye on them, and uh, that was that was a good pickup for us. That was one that I was very very excited about. Okay, and were you happy about the Cody Bellinger pickup? I mean, who would have <laughs> no, been? The Dodgers can have him back. <laughs> <laughs> we can reverse that swap at any given time. Any given time. I'd be so what you're saying is you're saying Jason Hayward for Cody Bellinger straight up, and you'd be happy. Well, you know, but that's a fan perspective. That's not a numbers perspective. That's not a winning perspective. And I understand that when I say it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, there's two sides of baseball, right? There's the business of baseball and there's the yes. fandom of baseball. Yes. What and you're I, talking about is the fandom of baseball and that's totally fine. Yes, I am a fandom of baseball. You will not hear me talk too much about big stats and whatnot unless it's like huge no, my, my heart is the love of the game, the love watching it, the love of being in the stadium amongst these people. That's my love. Yes, I care about my teams winning or losing. I can talk to you about that. I know where we are in the standings. But yeah, it's it's the greatest line of all time. It's hard not to be romantic about baseball. <laughs> well, you'll be very happy to know that. And my wife literally shook her head. I was... You know, when somebody goes silent on the phone and you're like, are you okay? And they're like, I'm shaking my head. So I was on a business trip in Chicago and I flew out there for two client meetings. And my first client, there were separate days. And then I was flying home. I was flying in on a Sunday, flying out on a Tuesday. Okay. My one client Monday, one client Tuesday, and then flying home. Well, the client on Monday, I, you know, I sent him a message and said, hey, I'll, I'll see you in about an hour. And they responded and said hey can we reschedule the next week i flew in for this so right. so he says okay well can we reschedule for three hours from now so i put in my gps 1060 west addison and my, <laughs> my wife goes how did you know that and i said it's a blues brothers line <laughs> i falsified my renewal i put 1060 west addison and she just goes oh my gosh every cubs fan knows 1060 west addison Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, so ballparks, where have you been? Tell me where you've been. Well, I've seen 13 beautiful ballparks in my my time. I have the room down because, you know, uh, Arizona, of course, I okay. frequent Chase, mm -hmm. uh, not because it's a great stadium because they <laughs> have work to do, but I love baseball, so I go and watch it every chance I get, and it's my home team. So I support them as long as my Cubs are not in town. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, Wrigley, I've guaranteed rate. Giants, I've been to the Dodgers. Okay. 
Padres, Rockies, Brewers, St. Louis, Atlanta, Fenway, Nationals, and the Angels, and one in Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> so you've you've caught them all on the West Coast for sure. Well, most of them on the West well, Coast. I've got A's left and Seattle. You're not missing much at the Open Coliseum. I know everyone Notice says it. Everyone says it. Wait for them to move because they're they're probably going to move. Yeah, <laughs> get up there this year if you can. I, it's an experience, even though it's not an awesome ballpark, and even though it's kind of in the hood. You want to experience it before they do move. Um, it's a great football field. It's not a great <laughs> baseball field. I, 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 I don't know there. how. To... I, if I can pull it off, I will. But yes, that is yeah. one. I know. When I'm you go it. there, we'll go live on Instagram, and okay. you show me, you show me, the foul <laughs> line, how far first base is to the stands. Okay. And when you show that to me, you'll laugh at how far it is. I mean, it wow. literally from from Chase Field from first base to the to the stands, mm -hmm. triple that, and that's pretty much what you got in at the Open Coliseum. Oh, that's different. <laughs> great football field. Yeah, it's a great football field. Not so much for baseball. Okay. Oh. Okay, that's just so sad. They've been there for so long. Gosh, those owners. Yeah. I just watched the Reggie Jackson special on Prime. You don't have to be a Yankees fan to watch that and appreciate, A, who he is, what he's trying to do, what he's still trying to do and accomplishing, which is a yep. beautiful, beautiful story in itself. But, yeah, I mean, give your team some love, man. You've got some serious people who love this team. Like, that's true. That's loyalty. That's true fandom right there. You still are an ace fan and proud of it <laughs> listen reggie about i just finished that documentary last night oh, and okay. there was a lot of good in it i mean i i was surprised at how much he had gone through especially the alabama years yeah. i didn't realize that he was going through so much and i loved what raleigh fingers had said like you don't appreciate certain things that people go through right. because we don't experience them now right. i mean in different senses right we we don't bully face-to-face -face like they did back then. We bully on social media, which is sad in and of itself, and no bullying is ever good. Right. But it was a phenomenal thing. And and Reggie, I'll I'll tell you a story offline about Reggie, but he's a pretty <laughs> he's a pretty cool dude. Oh, he, he comes off as just a magnificent man. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty cool dude. But we'll we'll talk about that offline because I don't I don't know. One of his teammates shared kind of a, a super cool experience with him and I don't know that I want to share it publicly. Okay. Oh I'll so. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give you a hypothetical. Okay. Okay. You've got a month off this summer mm -hmm. and you've got unlimited resources to do this. Okay. But you can only attend five ballparks that you haven't been to. Where are you okay. gonna go? Um am I watching my Cubs? It's up to you. Okay. Of course I am. Of course you if are. If I had to this summer, let's say, Yankee. Uh-huh. Uh, Mets. I haven't done any of those. Okay. Um, Twins. Okay. Ace. Ace. Yeah, I would have to if it's this summer in particular, because we don't know if we're going to happen with them, but. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
So Mets, Yankees, A's, uh, Minnesota. One more. Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, one of the places you need to check out too before they move is the yeah. Tropicana Field, the Trop down in Tampa. Yeah, then I have uh, to go to Florida. <laughs> Everybody that lives in Florida that's listening to this, she was joking. That was a paid announcement. It was just a joke. You can't see her shaking her head on Zoom. I promise you she's not shaking her head. Uh, <laughs> you. The reason why you have to go there is it's such a unique ballpark. Um, when you walk in, it's very different than Chase. Where Chase, when the roof is closed, because I've been there when the roof is closed, which is most of the season, right? Because, you know, come next month, it'll be 130 degrees in the shade out in Arizona. So come on, it's only 100 in the shade. <laughs> Listen, I was talking to my wife one time when it was 97 degrees mm -hmm. at 8.02 in the morning. Oh, yeah. And she says, is it hot out there? And I said, well, I just saw the devil walk by me looking for air conditioning. So what do you think? And she started laughing. She's like, I guess it is a little hot. Like, listen, she goes, don't follow him. I'm like, don't worry, I'm not. But it's a different experience than Chase because it's it's a white dome. So when the ball's hit in the air, especially if it's if it's kind of twilight where it's still, you still got the blue sky in the back mm -hmm. and the sky, you a lot of people lose fly balls. You'll see a lot of guys looking up and putting their hands up like I can't see it. Um, okay. It's a very, and you feel like you're in, you don't feel like you're in a dome. You feel like if anything happens, you're stuck and you're done. <laughs> it's like, please let there not be anything happen bad while I'm sitting here for two hours. So yeah, that's, yes, I understand that feeling. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, Minimain Park is also a lot of fun in Houston. Okay. I've heard that. I've heard that yeah. many times. Yes. And yeah. I was kind of sad because I don't think I, I don't pay much attention to Texas ball. It's only because I'm a Cubs fan. Again, it's not a bunch of stats for me. Um, I missed out on the Rangers stadium, the old Rangers stadium. <laughs> Still there. They play high school baseball there. Do they really? Good. At mm -hmm. least they're utilizing it because a lot of times they just kind of sit empty for too long. Yeah, it's still there. The They still play high school baseball there. Um, yeah, it's, uh, so we're doing a watch party in Houston this year. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to try to tour Minute Maid when I can. And then, uh, obviously Arlington and Minute Maid are, are quite a distance away from each other, but I was talking to somebody that lives right by Arlington and they said, yeah, it's still there. High school baseball. And I'm thinking, how cool would that be if you were a high school athlete <laughs> and you're playing in a former MLB place where you've got the real locker rooms and the real dugouts and you're thinking I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> well they always do it bigger in texas so <laughs> kind of is that the truth is that the truth is that the truth all right so we co covered your cubs fans we covered how that started we covered your favorite players which andre dawson and shohei that's awesome we covered the stadiums that you've been to and what's on your bucket list okay. which i love your bucket list um now tell me about 2023 final question so tell me about 2023 Maybe as far as the outlook is concerned for the Cubs, what are you looking for? What do you think is going to actually happen? I guess two separate things. What are you looking for and what do you think is going to happen? Well, looking for as a fan, I'd love to see a playoff, maybe past the first round. <laughs> Cody's going to get you there. Uh, yeah. 
um i'd like to see us do maybe some more trading something we got to do something with our bullpen yep we are hurting really bad with that our starters are are good they need to be great but our bullpen we need some help and it's been that case for a few years now that's what i would like to see happen what okay. i expect i'm hoping uh, i don't expect anything i'm hoping for a 500 season that would be i'd be okay with that we can finish above even better we can see some playoffs that please please we deserve it we we want it we need it yeah yeah and so the i i agree with you and i you know what's interesting about your division what's interesting about both central divisions al and nl is there's not a dominant force in either one of them so it's wide open. So you guys, you guys could get eighty-seven wins to get into the playoffs. It's wide open. We could. Um, you don't have you don't have the Mets and the Phillies and the Braves in one division, or the Dodgers and Padres in another division. You're you're wide open. So take it and run. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> so awesome. We can get that bullpen under control. I think we have a shot. People think I'm crazy, which is true. That there's a little bit of that. Right. We all <laughs> think we that all, of ourselves. We all have a little bit of crazy in us. We all think our team's going to do it all of the time. <laughs> That's true. But I, my argument is, is if you can get 50 to 60 wins from your starting pitching, you make the playoffs. If you have to, if you can, if you have less than 50 wins from your starting pitching, then if you do make the playoffs, your bullpen's tired. You're not going to go very far. But if you can get 50 to 60 wins from your starting pitching, score you know what i mean so no, i i 100 agree with that you have to yeah I mean, that's so the game. victoria you've been a fantastic guest for your first time in the clubhouse this is we could do this all day <laughs> i could i love talking baseball <laughs> me too so so we're gonna have you back on um if you'd like that'd be we'd love to have you back on anytime and top fan rivalry followers this is victoria i will tag her um, in her Instagram when this drops, uh, when you're listening to this, go follow her. She is awesome. She's got great stuff up there. Plus, she's a baseball person. So what more do you need? And if you're not doing it right yet, you need to consider doing it. So go to topfanrivalry.com and make sure that you're clicking on the watch party and seeing where we're going. Uh, next month, we're in San Diego. And uh, in June, we're in Atlanta and Houston. And in August, we are going to be in Boston for a game between the Red Sox and the Yankees when the Yankees are playing at home and we're going to have a watch party in Boston. So it's going to be a good time. We're trying to get out to, we might get out to Phoenix this year. We're trying to get out to Philadelphia and New York as well. So go check it out. We love to have you around. Victoria, again, thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. My pleasure. You bet.